Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. We believe that your click was not made by accident. Regardless of when you're listening and where you're listening, we believe that God has a purpose for you being here today. We hope that the next few minutes of motivation will lead to transformation within your own life. Enjoy the discussion. Well, what is going on, people? What's up? This is our very first episode of our brand new podcast, Midweek Motivation. Yep. Midweek Motivation. And we are going to be your co-hosts going forward. My name is Bryce. I'm Garrison. And we are the Holdman Brothers. And Garrison, before we go any further with this first episode, I think it would be fitting for us to do a little bit of a get-to-know-you session yeah. with our listeners. So why don't you start us off? Yeah, so I I play soccer. All of y'all know that that is my favorite sport. I've been playing it for probably over 15 years. But um, So yeah, it's just I, a bunch of people say, man, I can't stand watching soccer. But it is the best sport ever, and I just love it. Yep. And also, I, I, I lead worship at Mount Horeb, and it is by far the best thing I get to do every single week. Mm-hmm. It gives me so much joy, and I mainly do it for high school and middle school, and like I said, it is the best thing I get to do. But um, And so a fun fact about me, Ooh. it's pretty crazy. I have giant hands. Yeah. And yeah, it, it doesn't fit my body, because all of y'all know I'm a twig. I try to work out. Man, that does not <laughs> work out. Um, hey, look at that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah. I do not have the, I do not have a normal size hand, and it's it's yeah. kind of scary whenever I give people a high five yeah. or shake their hand. It's just very creepy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess that's a fun fact. I like it. What about you? Well, as I said, my name is Bryce Holdman. I'm a senior this year at Columbia International University. I'm getting ready to graduate in May, Lord willing, and I'll be starting seminary after that. Super excited for that. Super excited to be done with school soon. Mm. It's uh, it's not terrible. But I would rather be doing ministry, which I also do at Mount Horeb United Methodist Church. I'm the middle school coordinator there. It's been a joy to serve alongside some of our youth staff as well as to our students. It has been absolutely incredible. And I'm excited to continue that ministry, hopefully going forward, as I believe it is a calling from God. Mm. So this podcast, Garrison, this podcast, we're calling it Midweek Motivation. And Midweek Motivation was kind of the name we came up with just a few short days ago. Yeah. But it came from a statement that you made to me when we were going walking one day at Lexington High School. And you said, Bryce, I feel like we need to do a podcast that, number one, meets people where they are. Mm-hmm. But number two, gives them another outlet beyond just Sunday mornings or maybe for students on Wednesday nights. But gives them another opportunity to not only hear the good news of God, but receive it for themselves and allow it to motivate them, hence oh, the yeah. name, to the best possible life they can be living with the God they have serving. And uh, the the first topic that I want to talk about, this first episode, is peace from the pandemic. Ooh. Peace from the pandemic. Now, it's, it's, it's not a secret. We all kind of know that the coronavirus is spreading pretty rapidly right now. It seems to be all over the United States, all over the world, frankly. And I read this stat the other day. There are 300,000 cases of the coronavirus mm-hmm. worldwide. And people are even having to quarantine themselves. That's crazy. And so I've heard a bunch of people like talk about how they feel about being quarantined. Yeah. So I was wondering about you. How do you feel about this whole quarantining thing? Yeah, uh, it's terrible. I hate <laughs> it. I really wish I didn't have to be doing it. Um, 
it is something that obviously a lot of people have had to do, whether they like it or not. I am one of the most extroverted people I know, and so I love being around people. We'll come back to that later. But because I love being around people, this has been kind of limiting to me, or at least it feels that way. So I have not been a huge fan. How about you? So I've been pretty productive, honestly. Wow. Because I've, like you said, I've been quarantined. Yep. And I I found so many productive things to do, um, especially with music. I've been able to write some music and just learn more about pretty much anything with worship or music yeah. and just work on my craft. So I've loved that side of it, but I can also uh, see your view where it's just like yeah. family, 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 and I don't get to see like all my friends and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Well, like I said a few moments ago, what we're talking about is how do we actually find peace from this pandemic that seems to be spreading all across our world, all the news, media outlets, everywhere we turn, we seem to be um, finding the opposite of peace. Mm. And so what does God suggest to people in terms of finding peace in the middle of this pandemic? Yeah. So there's this verse in Psalms. It's uh, So it's Psalms 46, 10. Uh, most of y'all have probably read it before. I know I have. But um, every single time I read it, I get a whole new interpretation. And uh, a couple of days ago when I was reading this, it just hit me. So it says, be still and know that I am God. And so when I read this, I realized oftentimes we tend to try and generate our own peace and seek it rather than to seek to know it. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I know I get mixed up so much with, but um. But it simply says here, be still and know that I am God. I believe our peace is simply knowing who God is, simply knowing mm-hmm. his character, knowing his love. And I think that's our true source of peace. But I also think it's saying here is that um, he wants us to bring our problems into the peace rather than bring our peace into the problems. Because yeah. I feel like... Oftentimes with all this mess going on in our lives, even with the sickness going on, um, we tend to try to bring that peace into our problems. But I think what God wants most from us is to run to him with these problems yeah. because he is our peace and he's going to meet us there either yeah. way. But um, it's that it's that very thing that he wants us to do. He wants us to run to him. Mm-hmm. And in the New Testament, there's this um, story, you've probably heard it so many times in Sunday school and Sunday morning teaching, but um, when Jesus fed the 5,000. And this story, like I said, I've read this so many times, but every single time I do, it hits me. Mm-hmm. But what I see is when Jesus shows up to the scene with these starving people, they say it's probably more than 5,000, um, which I, I wouldn't doubt at all. And so when... Jesus comes up to the scene. He tells his disciples, bring me what is remaining of the fish and the bread. And I believe he does this because he says, bring it to me so the miracle can happen. Yeah. When we bring to him what what we have, even if it's not enough, he'll multiply it. Yeah. And in this instance, the food and the, the bread and the fish are what's bringing them satisfaction. Yeah. Because they desperately need this. This is something that they need to survive physically. Yeah. And so I think he's saying, bring those pieces of satisfaction, bring those uh, pieces of joy. Even if it's not enough, I can multiply that. If only you run to me. Yeah. And so that's what I've found uh, really true in this passage. Yeah. And that's good. My goodness, that's a good word. 
Well, obviously, there are many, many stories that we could sit here and go through in both the Old Testament and the New Testament of how Jesus multiplies things, including how whatever we bring him, he can multiply, just like you said. Yeah. And when it comes down to peace, especially in this current season that we're in, I kind of hit on this a few moments ago, but how I like to find peace is by being around people. Mm-hmm. And whenever I'm around people, I find some peace. And I'm so thankful that through technology, we can still find ways to be together. We can still find ways to meet together. Maybe for some of you, this past Sunday was your very first time ever worshiping online. I know that Mount Horeb had a 9 o'clock and a 1045 a.m. option for both the traditional and contemporary services. And so our whole church body was worshiping together. We were even chatting together through through the Facebook chat that was going on. We're worshiping together online Mm -hmm. through technology. And I'm so thankful that, that, that God allows us to do that. But here's what I also believe, that the devil will try anything and everything he possibly can to isolate us, yeah. especially in times like these. And then what he'll begin to do from there is slowly but surely steal our peace. I've seen that movie a thousand times. I've read that book a thousand times where in my own life, things will be going great and then something small or big will happen. And what then tends to happen is I lose focus of the only place my eternal peace can come from. The devil isolates me because he knows that's where I'm weakest. Maybe some of you can relate to that, that you know the the, the place that, that, that you are at your very weakest is when you are by yourself, when you're isolated, maybe for a long period of time, maybe just for a few short moments. Mm-hmm. And you know if, if there aren't other people around, especially other people who can build me up, who can lift me up, who can motivate me to live my life how God wants me to, if those people have disappeared and I'm by myself, that's when my peace will soon disappear. Yeah. And I'll be left all alone feeling like God has left me there. That's so true. And the devil will try to convince us of that. And then he'll begin to steal our peace. And in this season, even more so than maybe some other seasons, when there's a virus on the loose, when there's an entire pandemic, where people all across the world are, are constantly searching for peace that whether we like it or not is temporary. What they need is an eternal satisfaction like you talked about that can give them that peace that they're searching for. So as we close today, I want to ask two questions, just two questions, and then kind of discuss those questions, but ask two real simple questions about where our peace is coming from and how we are to find it. So here's the first one. Who or what is at the eye of your hurricane? Who or what is at the eye of your hurricane? Now, here's what I mean. It's always been interesting to me that in the middle of crazy storms, just like hurricanes, is what's called the eye of the storm. And the eye of the storm is usually the calmest, most peaceful part of that storm. And it's crazy to think about that if I were to stand in the eye of a hurricane right now, I would find peace, but all around me would be mass destruction and mass chaos. And the truth is you could have a number of different things in your life that you have at the center of your life. But every one of those things, except for one, will grant you temporary peace, temporary satisfaction, temporary joy. Because if you don't have your Savior at the center, your peace will soon crumble into pieces. I'm going to say that again. If you don't have your Savior at the center, your peace will soon crumble into pieces. So the first question, who or what is at the eye of your hurricane? It's very important to understand what or who is there and address that if it's not Jesus. 
Remove that if it's not Jesus and keep your Savior at the center of the storm, whether it's your personal storm or the storm that this world currently finds itself in. Here's the second question. Are you looking for peace or is peace looking for you? Are you looking for peace or is peace looking for you? Now, recently, I've been hearing this phrase from people. I'm just looking for peace, but I can't seem to find it. I've been looking for peace, Bryce, but I just can't seem to find it. And I'm, I, I say that phrase all the time myself. Same, yeah. But I wonder how many people have been looking for peace when in reality peace has been looking for them. Here's what I mean by this. Maybe God's been trying to chase you down for a while now, especially during this season that our world finds ourselves in. And the reason he's been chasing you down is because he desires to use you to show the world what true peace actually looks like in the midst of this pandemic. But here's the key. You haven't allowed him to use you because you know that if you have true peace, you'll stand out. The world is telling us that it is the norm right now to be chaotic, to be worried, to be scared for our current situation and even the future to come. But what I believe God's trying to use you to be is a picture of true peace Mm -hmm. that he can display during and throughout this pandemic. The reality is God did not give you the breath you just took so that it could be wasted. God did not give you this day to live so that it could be wasted. And he also didn't give you this this day to live so that you could focus your entire day somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But the reality that I'm having to discover every single day of my life that for a long time I didn't really think about, didn't really care about, is where is my peace coming from? Where is my peace currently at versus where it should be? And am I looking for peace or is peace looking for me? Nine times out of ten, if you're looking for peace, you'll find it for about 10 to 15 minutes tops. Yeah. And then it'll disappear. Because one thing or another will happen. The devil will use those things against you to your disadvantage and your peace will crumble into pieces. But if peace is looking for you, instead of you looking for peace, then what you'll see is that God's looking for you. I believe that God's yeah. constantly on the search, even if he already has your heart, even if he's already on the throne of your life. I believe he's still on the search day in, day out, moment by moment, looking for more ways he could use you. And I, I honestly believe that this whole podcast can be centered around motivating people like me, like Garrison, like you listening, ordinary people, to do extraordinary things for God. And the way to do that, the way to see that in our own lives and in the lives around us is to allow God to chase after us, allow God to pursue us, and even allow God to catch us when he does. And from there, allow God to use us in the ways that he desires to use us, both during this tough season we're in now and any good or bad season to come in the future. I believe God wants us to experience true peace in the middle of this pandemic. So guys, like I said, we are excited. We are expectant that God has something special planned for this podcast. I believe that God did not put you on this earth by accident. I believe that he has an incredible plan for your life, whether you have discovered it or not. And I believe that if you'll allow him to, he will begin to work in your life like you've never seen before. And he will allow someone like you, an ordinary person, someone like me, an ordinary person, to do extraordinary things for God himself, as well as his eternal kingdom that he's planted 
within us. Yeah. So Garrison, as we close today, I'm, I'm going to ask you to pray for us and to pray over this entire world that the situation we find ourselves in right now maybe isn't the one that we asked for, but it's one that did not catch God by surprise. And it's one that I believe yeah. he's going to use for his glory, mm-hmm. as Romans tells us, that nothing's wasted in the kingdom of God. And so would you pray for us as we yeah, close? Yeah, let's do it. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you that you bring us here, um, that you bring the listeners here, um, Father, wherever they are, um, mm-hmm. in their car or with their earphones mm-hmm. um, or just wherever it may be at work. Um, I just, I'm thankful that you brought us here, Father, mm-hmm. to recognize that you are our peace. You are at the center. And Father, you're the only center that we need to make our lives. Father, you, we need to surround everything around you, God, because we believe that when we do that, um, you can put things in order. You can bring broken pieces back together, Father. Mm-hmm. Um, I pray for everyone listening, God, whatever they're going through, whatever season of life they're in, that um, you remind them that you are right there in the midst, God, mm-hmm. that you're you're not going to run away from them um, even when it seems like the mess is just building, 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 Father. Um, I'm thankful again for what you're going to do through this podcast, and I'm just thankful for uh, just who you are, God, and who mm-hmm. you say we are, Father. Um, I'm just thankful again, like every single every single thing you've done within us, and every single thing you're going to do in us in the future. In your name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, we're thankful for you guys. We are excited that you decided to join us for this first ever episode of Midweek Motivation. We hope that this message has encouraged you, has inspired you, and even motivated you to continue the the life that you've been living. Or maybe we'll start living towards Jesus, not away from Jesus. The only source of true peace in the middle of this pandemic. Yeah. Be sure to catch us next week, Tuesday, same time, same place. And we will be here ready to be with you once again. And we're going to be talking about the topic, how weakness can actually be a weapon. How weakness can actually be a weapon. We hope to see you guys next Tuesday. And I hope you have a great week between now and then.